0: Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to christopherkai.com. Our guest today is Amy Lynch. She is an author, speaker, and one of her topics she talks about is about exploring the future of work as well as mixing babies and business. Amy, welcome to our podcast, Thank you for having me. Let's just dive right in. I have never, 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 never heard anyone talk about babies in business because we hear about work-life balance. We hear about paternity leave or maternity leave, but you're like, no, I'm going to just bring my baby with me to these business meetings, <laughs> I think from what you're mentioning. But but talk to us a little bit about when you're talking about this whole um let's see notes from another land and you produce a, a parent friendly professional development at mixing babies and business. So let's talk about that concept and what you, what you, what you're referring to.
1: Yeah. So I was living overseas, working as a freelancer and remote worker and had my first son uh, in another country that I didn't have a support network in. So I saw that Google for startups was doing a, entrepreneurship program for parents so i applied to it and was accepted and went from the time my son was 7 weeks old to 4 months old and so i continued to do that because i i didn't really see the problem with bringing my son to a startup conference with me until i got to the building and realized oh this is in an old microbrewery and there's a ton of stairs to get up and i'm glad i didn't bring my stroller because I wouldn't have been able to get into the building. So I started you know, going to these things that were traditionally corporate spaces or tech spaces because I wanted to invest in myself and I had a background in the professional development industry. So as a freelancer, I just thought, well, what's the problem? I'm just gonna show up as I am. And so I did, and it was uh, usually highly uncomfortable. And I would change my son on the floor sometimes and uh, I just started talking about it more and writing about it. And when I relocated back to Canada and continued to bring him into workshops and things with me, including a job interview, because I didn't have child care at the time and we had just moved here, um, I found that you know if you just show up as you are and you don't ask for permission, then... People will usually take you as you are and give you the benefit of the doubt. And so I just kind of made myself uncomfortable in the process, but tried to prove a point and ended up getting some traction. Got some baby change tables installed in a local tech space in Ottawa and started offering pop up events for parents because I was really frustrated that most of the events were taking place at the crack of dawn or in the evening when it was. Bedtime or dinner time. And I was feeling a bit left out. So, um, besides just bringing him with me to the daytime sessions, I decided to create some specifically for parents so that they didn't have to find childcare. They could bring their child with them and still access industry experts and try to grow their business.
0: And how many of these? experiences have you had? Have you done this like five times, 10 times, or you're making this like a whole movement or a potential initiative?
1: Yeah. So this is going to sound bad off the top of my head. I can't remember how many times, but I started off um, holding a focus group in a recreation center. And I, you know, I've, I've pitched to a lot of people and done a lot of meetings. I can't like, there's been dozens of these experiences that I've done personally, but in terms of the events themselves, I started hosting them at a local college in their business accelerator space. And then I was re- invited in the last year to host them at um, Ottawa is the capital of Canada. And there's a space that's advertised as a one stop business accelerator incubation space. So they invited me to host my meetups there. And so I was just getting started there. And I hosted one in February, and it was great. And then the pandemic hit. So I stopped what I was doing and didn't really jump into virtual events because I've hosted those in the past. And I felt like I I also disclaimer was looking after our kids full time on weekdays. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing. um, I've been writing a newsletter over the last couple of years about this topic. I'm just going to write the newsletter, see how people are feeling. And then after the summer, I decided to start launching some more online meetups. So we hosted one in September that was focused on getting financing and funding for your business and we had a guest speaker from an angel investment network in ottawa as well as futurepreneur which is uh, across canada and it's targeting 18 to 39 year olds who want to start a business and our next event is in two weeks or a little less than two weeks time and we're getting together on november 25th and i've two guest speakers for that as well and the criteria is everybody is also a parent who is a speaker.
0: Interesting. So I like the fact that you, you are a pioneer, Amy, because again, like a lot of, like I'm a, I'm a guy, so I don't have kids and I will never have that, that amazing ability to, whenever people say about men and women, I'm like, look, I don't care how how confident or strong a man says he is, but we cannot literally create a being, a, a human being in our bodies for nine months. I, I'm always just in awe and I, I love my, my mother. But what I'm saying is, what you're doing is you, you're, you're creating this example that men can't do because they're not able to do that. Right. But you're, you're just, a lot of people can just see, it's like, wow, this is exciting to know that I can have my family, but also incorporate that in some fashion. And again, it's one thing to say it, but when you're doing it and you're doing it actively and encourage other people, I just, again, that's me just personally saying to you, admire what you're doing because I never would have thought of that. And, and I really appreciate you sharing that. Now, relative to the whole exploring the future of work and talking about remote, we are living in a time where it's quite challenging. But even before this happened, frankly, I've been working remote for the last 20 years, 90% of the time. So for me, it's frankly, pretty normal. But I'm curious, what do you say to people that are used to working at the offices, and you are uh, very aware of the whole remote world? So what are some of the both? what are some of the, the the good points of working from home or how do you, how do you work from home efficiently? I, sh- I guess I should ask.
1: Okay. I'm just going to go back and address the last thing you said, because I do have men that come to the events and, oh, okay. I, and I, I talk about event. it as yeah. parent friendly professional development. So I have male guest speakers. I've interviewed someone for the podcast recently who's uh, who was the primary caregiver for 10 years of his three kids while building his business. And, uh, Just because you can't physically have a kid, Christopher, (laughs) you can still be coming to these events if you do. So I I welcome everyone, um, including people who are pregnant and don't have their child on the outside yet. So I just want to throw that out there because uh, yeah, a lot of people um, may think I'm just doing things. Yeah, and
0: I, I, so I wrongly assume that, right? That's my own ignorance yeah. that I'm sure. which which is fine. I'm I openly admit to I'm ignorant. No, it's okay. <laughs> that's why I, have it me just, here.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I find when you say like mompreneurs or different things, a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's cute," or "That's cute that you're bringing babies into business settings," uh, but what they don't understand is that they're the reason I'm doing it is because of the limitations that are there. And um, but to answer your your question about making remote work more effective or working from home more effective. I have a few things that I practice and write about, but the thing I've been saying lately to people is uh, treat yourself like a plant because people can just get chained to their desks or to their screen and forget to go outside for fresh air. In Canada, it's super important because we're going to be limited when it gets really cold for by how long you can spend outside without freezing. (laughs) So um, I just find Looking after yourself is definitely number one. And when I started remote working in Europe, I did have some, I didn't realize there were rituals at the time or routines, but I made sure to uh, the place I was living, I couldn't drive. Um, I couldn't swap my license over. So I was forced to walk, which ended up being a good thing because I would go to a cafe and work from there for the day, but I had to walk there first. So I got my exercise, I got some fresh air and I had some thinking time before I I started logging on and when I was working from Europe's time zone I was working for an Australian company so they were 10 hours ahead of me so I was always producing work while they were sleeping and then waking up to their answers so we weren't really ever crossing over in real time except for once a week so we had very structured times when we would catch up And otherwise, I kind of had free reign, which may be unique, but I was doing a a service based role. So if you're doing project based role or service based uh, profession, then I feel like you can structure your days how it works for you. And you should take advantage of that. So if you're not a morning person, or, you know, if you are, try to shift your work habits and routines around what works for you. And also remember to schedule in your your eating times and your water and your exercise because you can just get carried away sometimes and not stop
0: yeah and, and i've found that some people feel almost guilty where they're on their own clock and they don't know if their boss knows if they're working or not so they, they go even they work even more because they feel almost guilty but um i really appreciate you being on our podcast amy how can our guests connect and stay in touch with you
1: yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, if they want to learn more about how I'm mixing babies in business or how they can, they can visit that website. So it's mixingbabiesandbusiness.com, all one word. And if you search me up on LinkedIn, uh, you could type in those same search words and my name and I'll come up, but I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you don't have kids, you can still contact me with your remote work or work from home questions.
0: Great. Amy, thanks again for your time. Have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Gifters podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.